It's Coffee Club Time! Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oni, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good coffee club morning to you. It seems like a while since we've been on. Last week we were all sitting at our computers and about seven minutes past eight Eastern time, the legend went off the air. We couldn't figure out why. We were scrambling and after we had canceled the show at nine o'clock, we found out that Live 365 had pulled the plug. Not because we didn't pay. They, when we upgraded our program, they thought they made a mistake and thought we wanted to cancel. Well, that wasn't so good. So it took almost 24 hours or 16, 18 hours, and then we were back on the air. Raised hands will be ignored for the next several minutes so if you're raising your hand please just lower it because it's not going to do any good right now we have too many too many things 
to go through. Then you'll get your your shot right back at it. We promise you. Um, so anyway, we got back on the air and we're back working on our new automation and all of all of that good stuff. So we are back and we got an apology letter from Live Three Sixty Five. Not that that did us any good. Uh, we didn't really care about that so much, but um, here we are. I do also have to take a few moments on a sad note. Um, one of our longtime legend listeners, and I just found this information out this morning, has been very sick for a long time, and that's Nancy Gurney. Well, I got a call late this morning, just before I came on the coffee club, and Nancy has now been, or will be placed in hospice. So it's a long journey, and you know you never know about these kind of things. But the ultimate goal is to make sure that um, everything is as peaceful as possible for. And they make it as easy as possible for. So, God bless, and we will be praying for Nancy. The other thing I will say, while I've got my part of the thing here, is we're in our second week of battling trying to get my prescriptions. The doctor's office... Um, I went to get my diabetes prescriptions metformin uh, redone along with my sensors. Well, I've not gotten the sensors, nor have I gotten the metformin yet. So I've been without my pills for over a week now. And their excuse is, well, we switched your meds, but nobody had a discussion with me. They just did it. But then they have to get a prior approval and this, that, and the other for some kind of metformin time release. I've tried those in the past, and those time releases don't work very well for me. So we still don't have it. We're going into a new phase of the battle today to get my medicine. I almost think that's probably unethical or not the way that it should be but so we're going to try to get that resolved so I think I've said about enough please remember Nancy um, I know I'm complaining about my meds but that is insignificant for what what um, she's going through Jennifer, go right ahead. And Joe, I will be the first one to tell you when to raise that hand. Go ahead, Jennifer. Well, good morning, everyone. And I just want to keep Dale in our prayers as well because it's hard to be the person who's going to be, who's the one staying at home. Yeah, it's an adjustment for him, so that so it's it's an adjustment and I've been talking to him every day 
So we'll go right ahead and pick up with your story. Well, I have been slowly but surely completing lessons, and I I felt like I accomplished something because I got this one back this time, and she said, you don't have anything to redo, you can do the next one, so there may be hope for me yet. And You're getting you your breath. Tell me about what you're learning, what you're taking lessons for those who are new listeners. Um, I'm get taking the certification course to be a lit to be a transcriber in literary braille i've been a transcriber for over 20 years but i decided to every once in a great while you get schools or somebody who wants to know if you're certified as a transcriber so this uh, course is through the NFB and NLS so that when you finish your course you will be a certified transcriber from the National Library Service. So that's a good thing. We're proud of you there. Anything else going on with you? No, just looking forward to our company we'll be having in a couple weeks. Yeah, my son and his two children or two, our two cho- his two children will be coming along with his wife well two of them are, are staying at home because they have to work but um, they'll be coming down but it's always fun to to do that and um, James was right there when I needed had to have that heart surgery last year so thank goodness for that Anything else, Jennifer, before we go to uh, Minnesota? No, I think that's it for now. All right, Radio 10. Good morning, everyone. Um, I was going to mention Jennifer. My mom took that course back when it was with Maxine B. Dorf. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That was what a heck of a course that was I used to help her by proofreading her lessons before she sent them off which uh, probably was against the rules I don't even know (laughs) with her they had some pretty strict rules I've heard they've gotten a little better about that but um, anyway uh, it it was kind of interesting What's a hard course? Because you get two chances, and if you have more than five errors the second time you do it, the third time you try it, you have to go out of the course for several months and start all over again. Yep, yep, that's true. So that's important you get it right. Anything else going on with you, Tim? Well, it's... Hang on, Sammy. Um, It's... uh, it's cold here. We are at uh, 16 degrees, which uh, for March is extremely cold. I think our average low is like 22 or 23. And uh, But it's supposed to get really warm next week. They're talking mid, I mean, uh, upper 50s and low 60s. So hope they're right. Anyway, uh, and... Um, Let's see what else. Uh, well, got uh, 
a countdown from 1957 coming up this week on my show, which uh, we promoted it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's an interesting countdown because there's a few repeats of songs uh, done by different groups, of course, um, in the top 20, and I think there ends up being three different songs that are at least done twice. And I think two of them are done three times by different groups. <laughs> so, kind of a unusual circumstance. But I guess that was kind of normal back then, 1957. So, and uh, keep hoping that they'll maybe settle the baseball strike, but sure not looking too good. I don't know, it was looking pretty good this morning, Tim. Oh, good. Good. I haven't yeah. heard. Yeah, late last night. So. Yeah, no, it's looking pretty good. They've gotten closer to an agreement. Not, not they didn't say how close, but it looks like it's closer than it was last week, Jim. Yeah, much closer. They're they're down to the oh. fine points now. Yeah, and I wanted to say I'm really sorry to hear about Nancy and um, hope that uh, she has a peaceful hospice. She spends a lot of time requesting on your show, didn't she? Yeah, she did. And I've talked to her quite a few times. And a uh, great, great person she is. And when she likes a song, she likes a song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. It may be the cat came back for a week, or it may be whatever. She, Ivory Joe Hunter, whatever. She loved her music. So, all right. Well, then, some of that comedy stuff too, like from Bob and Tom stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, she did. All right. Unless you have further, we're going to go to Altoona, Pennsylvania, where it's snowing. Yep, it's snowing. And yeah, I always think about Nancy anytime I hear the song called Toes. That was oh. one of her favorites. Yeah, it's exactly. Not much is going on here new, just regular stuff. Um, it's going to be, well, let's see, it was 70 Sunday. It's snowing today. Going to have three inches of snow Saturday and 15 Saturday night and then back up to almost 60 on Monday, so it's crazy, but it's crazy everywhere. Like a roller coaster, Chris, huh? Just about. <laughs> well, but, uh, <laughs> so anything else going on, Chris? So you? Well, not really. No, nothing nothing to speak of it's, we sent one wireless meat thermometer back because it was totally inaccessible on the app and ordered another one looks like this one's going to work it's working quite well we haven't officially used it for the first time but we've been all through the app and we've set some temperatures we've done everything but hit the start cooking button so we'll find how that goes today. I'm cooking I'm cooking some round steak, two pounds of round steak and all the trimmings with it today, so at some point. But it's a lot quicker in the 
in the pressure cooker, so we'll and see. Sunshine is running crazy, of course. Well, she's asleep now, but in the mornings and shortly before we go to bed, she just gets these sparks of kitten energy and just runs everywhere. It's yeah. so fun to watch them run around when they're little kittens like that. I know, it is. She's 11 months old, and she's officially off of kitten chow. I think Jeff will be ready for one here real soon. I don't know about that, Bill. <laughs> well, speaking of the cat man himself, it's oh, Jeff. Cat man do. I'm thinking about Bob Seger. Man, you we talk about cat cat man do. That's the song. I remember that one. Um, everything is good here. Uh, really can't complain about anything, and it's uh, we're gonna have some of the same weather you're having. I'm not sure that we're gonna get as much snow. Although, uh, and I didn't hear that it was going to be as cold as you're talking about in uh, in Altoona, but probably will be since we're north of you guys, so we're going to get the cold weather. But then you're right, it's going to warm up again. And, of course, uh, Monday I have, I have a doctor's appointment, just a regular physical, nothing special. So i got to make sure that, um, but it's not too bad, 11, 11.30 in the morning, how, you know, how, how bad could it be? But everything is good here, I can't really complain. I definitely will tell you the Chris that I enjoyed, and I still have some left, those Jimmy the Baker cinnamon crumb cakes those are awesome those are very very good although i have only one question for you it talks about inverting you microwave it for so long and you then you invert it and you put it on a plate but then all the crumbs come off so i don't know that maybe i'm doing something wrong but then the crumbs are all over the plate you know from the topping and that that doesn't seem right but maybe i'm doing something wrong when i microwave it i I don't know but but it was good i don't either way all the crumbs that the topping that came off they they still get eaten and it was quite good. I enjoyed them. That's probably just because it's the easiest way to get it out of the little tray. But you could probably do it any way you wanted to. If you had a butter knife, you might be able to just go down one edge and underneath and lift it out. I don't know. That's exactly what I did. They may still fall off some. What's it mean to invert? Turn, Turn upside, upside down. down. Oh. Why don't they just say put upside down? Because invert's shorter. It's fancy. Uh, it's the best uh, reason I know of. All right. Uh, one, two, three, go. Raise your hands. All those want, raise your hands, guys. <laughs> yeah, we got Gail. And she's the first one, so... Joe, Joe actually was first. Joe was oh. actually first, yeah. There he is. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, unmute yourself, please. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And it's 22 degrees. Burr! 55 down to 22. And I'm going to enjoy the countdown from 1957. That's when I was a strapping teenager back in March at the Minnesota Brayland Sightsaving School in Faribault, Minnesota. It was called in. Well, anyway, we have a question about filling out forms and screen readers. We belong to this, uh, well, actually part of this poetry group, and there's only one of them that insists we, we register every month. And we get so far, we get to the comma box in New Mexico, and we enter that, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't accept our, our, our entry. Is, is there something that at that end that can make it more accessible? Or? I would say, number one, that when you're going down to a comma, um, For example, if you're in the list, 
you can hit an N until you get to New Mexico. Pressure enter key at that point. Um, that is one way. The other way is when you get in the combo box, and I presume that's what this is, you all yeah. down arrow, and that will take you... Um, right. Hi, Bill. Um, that's what we're doing. The problem is you can go right through that, and then when it tells you to submit, you enter on that, but it kicks you right back to the state tab again. My suspicion is to now. Is it like a list or what is? It's a it's it's a little form to fill out to register for. No, no for but this. I'm talking about and where you're supposed to put in New Mexico. You just um, it's a combo box, and then you just of of all all the states in the United all right. States. Well, make make sure you get to New Mexico. Press your enter key. That should select the box for you. Uh, and I suppose you're using JAWS. Yes. Right. Um, anyone else got a suggestion, Jeff? What about when you get to Mexico and then you hit the alt, hold the alt key and hit the up arrow? That closes the combo box. And hopefully you stay, that, that should keep you out of the place where you are. And then at that point, it should be, at least if it's coded properly with HTML, it should be ready to submit at that point. Yeah, you know, because because see what's weird is it goes through that whole that whole gamut and then it goes to where it says you know submit and then the enter on that and it's supposed to take you where you know tell you that it's but it's not doing that so I don't know if that is well kind of the way that they set that out for or or if. The, the cursors aren't talking to each other, or what? Yeah, I I think I think it's just a matter of selecting the right one, and yeah, and we do that, you know, because because sometimes I've had some combo boxes on a medical form that I filled out that you actually have to find the thing you want in the combo box. Route the JAWS cursor to the PC cursor, and then hit your left mouse button. And sometimes oh, you have to go through the whole process more than once before it'll do it. Oh yeah, I haven't tried that part of that yet. Also, okay. make sure that when you find that combo box, make sure you do the Alt space and X to make sure that page is maximized. Sometimes, for whatever reason, if a page is not maximized, you can cause yourself a problem. Now, I haven't seen that, but I haven't seen it do that. The other thing I've seen is that sometimes you select it and you hit enter and it acts as though it isn't selected. It'll still say right. combo That's box select doing. button. Okay. But if you turn your forms mode off and then go on to your next field, or make sure your forms mode is off, and go on to the next field, fill it out, turn your forms mode back off, and go back up and look, it might be selected. I have seen that happen. 
Oh, yeah. Sure. I'd have to look at the form to see. I can actually send that to you, Bill, if you want. Yes. Why don't you and send me your yeah. phone number, and then I can call you back and tell you exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because what I'm doing, because, you know, because I was helping him through it. I've seen all kinds of forms, but this is, like, really weird. So, yeah. I I'll think we can figure it out. Oh, oh yeah. That's it won't take great. but a few minutes. It'll either work or it won't. But yeah, I think right. we can. I'll send that to you later on after we get through, uh, after we get back. Right. He's, we're going out later on today, so. Yep, and we'll talk by tomorrow at least. So stay warm, guys. Stay warm. We know it's cold out there. Oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'll get that form in the mail, and we'll work on it. Oh sure. Now lower. So we can do that for you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who's our next victim, Jeff? Our next victim is Gail from uh, Minnesota. Go ahead, unmute yourself, Gail, and then after Gail will be Charles in Baltimore, Maryland. Go ahead, Gail. Hi. I went to the doctor for my platelet thing uh, yesterday, and now it's a little down, but he said it wasn't bad, but I don't have to go back to see him until, or back for another blood draw until May. So that's okay too. Things appear, it's an up and down thing with this thing. I'm feeling great. Everything's still going well with Wendy. I, you know, I I filled out the form for the virtual uh, thing for the National Federation of the Blind for the National Convention, and I didn't have any trouble with that thing at all. And I got the confirmation email, and everything is fine. So, but I wasn't sure what I was doing exactly. But it all worked out just fine, and hopefully, uh, it starts warming up here. I'm getting so tired of the cold. And the ice, especially the ice. But anyway, that's about what's going on here for me. All right. Thank you, Gail. Thank you very much. And hope, thank that, you. hope that things work out for you. All right, Jeff, who's the next victim? Okay, next is Charles in Baltimore, Maryland. Go ahead, Charles. And then after you will be Al in, uh, Ohio, in Ohio. Yes, uh, real quick, real quick. I hope everything's going okay. I just, I just tuned in. Um, okay, the reason for the call is uh, let's remember uh, Jerry today. Um, what you know, what um, he was having some kind of proceed test or something. Um, what he said on the um, Sunday show, and also let's remember that one lady. Forget her name. Was it Mary or something? Um, who's critically ill? Oh, you're talking um, about Nancy. Nancy, sorry, Nancy, apologize, apologize. Nancy, thank you for the correction. Thank you for the correction. Uh, let's, let's remember those two people today. Um, and, I, and I've done that. So, um, you know, with my phone, um, I got the, um, the uh, coffee club. They have a, a podcast player in that. I got the coffee club and the All Things Radio and the... Um, uh, let's see what's the other one I got 60 minutes in there but I couldn't believe I can do all that wow that's yeah. amazing you're talking um, about the shell 2 
Yes, yes, yes. And I'm glad glad they have that. It's kind of neat to be able to listen to that. We're trying to find a presenter. So if you know of somebody that's real good on that, we're going to try to get somebody on the coffee club to talk about the show, too. Um, Yeah, look, I think I can get somebody. Let's see. So your email address is bill at billsparks.org, right? That's right. That is Okay. Um, Today, I will try to make a call and see what I can come up with. Um, I have somebody in mind and all that kind of good stuff. So, And I heard um, the show was um, presented on the ACB of Maryland, ACB convention last week. One of the affiliates had a convention and, and such, and it went over well. But anyway, um, you know, that's basically about it. And I hope... Um, Everybody's doing well and all that kind of thing. Well, that's good, Charles, and thank you very much. Enjoy your vinyl and your good day. Yep, you too, and I do think the world of all of you too, so don't forget that. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles. Okay, you're welcome. Yeah? All right, Al out in Palmer Heights, Ohio. You're next. Go ahead and unmute yourself, please. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I hope I'm on the air now. Yes, you are. Yeah, sounds good. Bill, uh, I'm glad the legend's back. I missed you guys last Wednesday, and I prayed for you guys that things would <laughs> get back to normal, and certainly did. Actually, it came on Wednesday night, because I checked it out at 11.30 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, so it was on before you knew it, probably. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, I was going. Anyway, the weather is uh, pretty good today. It's really partly sunny, sunny, uh, cloudy tomorrow, chance of rain Friday night, and no Saturday. They didn't know how much snow we're going to get. There's a storm coming out in the Midwest, I guess, for the weekend. Hopefully, we won't get too much. Because I'm tired of this also. <laughs> and uh, I didn't hear any more news about the baseball uh, issue. You must have heard uh, more news than I did because I thought they were going to negotiate starting at 9 a.m. Eastern. Oh, like they are. 3 a.m. morning. So yeah. hopefully, it'll be good news. Too. I think today's anyway, the day. My- Anyway, prayers and condolences go to Nancy's family and and especially uh, uh, Dale. You know, I know he's struggling and all that. And, and the, I enjoyed the interview that uh, she did with you, Bill, back in the fall. That was great. Oh. We're gonna miss her. So, well, she's we'll she's still a bit, she's still alive, Al. Um, oh, okay. I must have misunderstood. I, anyway, yeah, yeah. she's oh, she's still know. alive. Let's not give people the wrong impression. She's still alive. <laughs> right, she, right. She's just in hospice right now. Right. Sorry about that. But anyway, our prayers will go to her that the miracle would happen and she'd be back on her feet and requesting songs again. Well, she yeah, still may have much- some good days where she can request songs. So. Yeah. She did a lot. Of, she's doing a lot of good requests. And uh, oh, I yeah. enjoy her, you know, songs too. Knows her music. Yep. That's true. Anyway, you guys have a great one, and uh, Jerry will be in my prayers, too, that uh, his uh, tests will go well today. And we may see you this afternoon, Al, with Perry and and all those guys. We'll see. Yeah, looking forward to that. Have a great one. All right. Take care, Al. Thank you, Al. All right. We have one more hand. Oh, uh, what? Yes, uh, we have one more from Bill in uh, Chicago. Go ahead, Bill. Yep. 
Yeah, all right, I'm here. Uh, yeah, it's about 30-some degrees here today, and we're supposed to get snow Thursday. It snowed every Thursday since the end of January. We may get a half to four, half inch or three inches, I'm saying. And then next week we'll be supposed to be up into the 60s. And, of course, last Saturday we were 70, and then we had that storm go through. They did the tornado on Iowa. I got hail, about the size of golf balls, and then I got heavy rain. That was later on. And then uh, next day it turned cold, and it snowed on, well, it snowed a little bit this past Monday. So it's just crazy weather. And it goes up and down, and uh, your prayers are for Nancy and then, uh, Jerry, I know Jerry was on a uh, little immigrant yesterday. I caught him. I heard him on there. And nothing else really was going on except, I'm sorry, Bill, you're having trouble with your medication. Seems like you have an awful lot of trouble down there with that, with your drugstores for some reason. Either that or your doctors. I don't know which it is. But. I, I think it's the doctor. It's not the drugstore. The, in right, fact, no, if I'd, they... I'd I'd, I'd find different doctors that could find the doctor. Right. Not so, easy, not so easy to do sometimes, Bill. Huh? Not so easy to do these days. Well, I don't have any trouble with mine. They understand me. No, no. Finding a different <laughs> one is not as always as easy, Bill, because uh, it's, it's getting harder and harder to find doctors sometimes. But I know really? it's getting harder and harder to find doctors, but I mean, I, you know, like I say, you let the doctor know up front he's working for you. You're not working. Yeah, I know. We've heard that. From, you say it all the time, Bill. You say it all the time. Yeah. I, say that, I say that all the time to mine, and they, they understand it. Because I switched doctors here, had to last November, because the guy I was with the doctors with was going into a different field, and when I came in to this uh, new doctor, I just we introduced ourselves. The folk and I said, and "There was one thing. Let's get one thing straight. It's a woman doctor this time. Let's get one thing straight. You're working for me. I'm not working for you." And she says, "Oh yeah, the, your, your previous doctor told me that." <laughs> Made quite an impression. I don't want to be on your bad side, Bill. <laughs> no, I just, just, put it, just put it up front. I mean, they work for you. I mean, you don't work for them. They're well, there you got to be They're careful. They can, they can get even with you, so it doesn't do. You don't want to be too sharp with doctors. I, I had a nurse practitioner who didn't like me, and she was uncomfortable with me because I can't see. And, and she kept telling me that. And I said, and she said, well, if you don't like what I tell you and you don't like the way I'm treating you, I'll have to write on your chart that you were insubordinate. And I said, yes, and I will also have to contact my lawyer to file a lawsuit against your practice. And she didn't last there. As a matter of fact, I complained about it to her boss. And although she, although she wasn't fired, she, she never got to, I never got to see her again because we just did not get along. But I agree with you about one thing, Bill. Uh, you have to have a good relationship with your doctor. Oh, that yeah, I would agree. Yeah, you got, that that yeah, I can't disagree with. You, know, you get a good relationship. No, I, know I had I had one doctor when, when the wife was in the hospital. Uh, I had one doctor actually kicked off the floor. I mean, I he, he the way he come in and talk to her and the all powerful bill. She was supposed to have a procedure done. And oh, he Jennifer, you said he said, he said according he said according to your age, uh, I wouldn't even worry about it uh, because if something happens, I wouldn't even worry about being brought back or anything and I'm sitting there and didn't say anything when he left uh, Claudette said did you hear him and I said yeah I heard him well they come in the next day with rounds and his boss was there and I I knew his boss from with, with her 
And I sat right there and told him what the guy said. And he said, he what? And he said, did you say that, Dr. So-and-so? And the guy just stood there and didn't say anything. Well, about an hour later, the head nurse come in and said, what did you do? Dr. So-and-so just kicked him off the floor. He's not allowed back on the floor again. He made him get expelled out of his out of the business. Well, I do believe, even in this situation or whatever, if a doctor is going to change my medicine, that doctor needs to have a dis right, has to have a discussion with me, and then I don't have to be insubordinate, and I may go along with it, but I need to give her the input that hey, this hasn't worked in the past, blah blah blah, it's been working so far, and. Now you're holding up all my medicine, and right, right. Yeah, so what you do? Yeah, that, that, that's a you know, that's a wrong thing for him to do. I mean, well, and, and Bill, I had the same kind of situation because uh, the nurse practitioner says, "Well, we want to change your blood pressure medication." I said, "Well, why?" And she said to me, "Well, you don't need to know, you don't you don't need to know that." I said, "Excuse me, I pay for the medicine. My visit to seeing you is paying your salary, and I do need to know that, and I will not be talked to like a second class person." I said, why are you changing the medicine? Because I think you should be on a different medication. I said, well, why? And she said, well, you don't need to know that. So then I went to her boss, which is the doctor who I have, and he says, there's no reason to change your medication. Your blood pressure is normal. You're on the same two medications they've been working. There's no reason for her to change it. I said, well, don't tell me. Tell her. So then what happened? Yeah. (laughs) What happened then, Jeff? But Um, Well, as, as it ends up, I really didn't have to do anything per se because she was end up leaving the practice because she ended up getting married and moving out of the state so uh but i did i, I made it clear that i would not uh, see her again no. and, and and of course my sister said well i, I always talk about the sister but I'll, I'll have to try to get her on here sometime and i and i said you know when i got my new doctor because this doctor i have is is working part-time for the practice it was a new nurse practitioner i came into her very defensive and i probably should have done it bill but i said to, i said to her i said mm-hmm. ma'am I am totally blind. I'm not stupid. I can be talked to like a regular individual. I'm older than you. I've, been, I've worked in the community for New York State for over 30 years, and I'm not stupid. So don't talk to me because I'm blind like I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm an inferior piece of garbage. I expect to be treated like anyone else. And you know what? She says, you know what? I like you, Jeff. I like the way you say things. I like the way you said it because I had no intention of doing that to you. But maybe I shouldn't have done that, but I did it, and I don't regret it. No, well, at least they know what you're up, you're up front. You're up front. That's the thing. The only thing that right that I had. Bill, you're more, you're, see, Bill, you're more politically correct than me. I, I'm like a bull in a china shop, and I agree well, with well, you. Well, I mean, it, it's the same thing. Look, when I first got my job back in 1961, I went in and got looked in and talked to the manager of the of the whole place, and he says, "Oh, I see you went to the the uh, Indiana School for the Blind graduate." And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Well." I don't know. Should we? I don't know if we'd take a chance. What if you trip and fall and you hurt yourself or something? I said, so I just up and told him, I said, look, at that time, my vision was uh, pretty good. I could see the clock on the wall. I looked at the clock and I said, it is now, well, it's like 10, 15, whatever it was. And I said, but let's get one thing straight. I said, I'll tell you up front. If I walk down the stairs and I trip on something that's on the stairs that shouldn't be there, and you could do the same thing and not notice it. And you're supposed you're supposed to have perfect vision. I said, I'll sue your I'll sue you to the hilt and put you guys out of business. 
He sat there for a minute. He said, you're pretty frank, aren't you? I said, you're right. I tell you like it is. I said, if, it, if it's something that happens that any person that can see can happen to them, I'll sue you. If it's something that I do and I trip and fall, that's my fault. Well, as my right. sister said, you have to advocate for yourself because if you don't advocate right. for yourself, right. there's no one else going to advocate. Bill, we have right. two other people right. whose hands are raised, so we'll we'll definitely get back to you. But thank so, you very so much. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead, Jerry. You unmute yourself, please, and then we'll have uh, Beth Molin. Beth Molin, I should say. Go ahead, Jerry. Well, good morning, everybody. It's uh, 34 degrees here in the Christmas tree capital of the world. And uh, to, to get it straight, I know Charles is a little confused as to what I'm having. I'm having number eight, uh, no, number seven of my immunotherapy. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Bill, I won't be able to hear uh, you and uh, Perry in the group today because it's at one o'clock, but I'll listen on Fillmore and uh, all that kind of stuff. But. Um, Anyway, uh, things are going well here. Uh, a lot happens since I talked to you guys last. Um, we had uh, Judy Holmes to watch Anne of Green Gables on the 26th of uh, uh, February. And it was a nice visit. We had the um, shamrock shakes and all that kind of stuff. And she was complaining of her arm hurting. Uh, and we had it looked out. There was no swelling or anything like that. Her arm right around where her shoulder is. It turns out she has osteoporosis, which is a condition that I guess, that, from what I understand, it affects women, and a, a bone can break, and you not know that it happens, or you you don't know how you did it. Your bones are so brittle and. Uh, Anyway, she's in a sling right now at uh, Crystal Waters, and uh, she's feeling reasonably comfortable. But, uh, you know, what can I say about that? And, of course, we're praying for, we're praying for Nancy. Uh, we're praying that uh, you know, her home going will be as peaceful as possible. Yeah, that would, that would be wonderful. But... Yep. Uh, you're hanging in there and you're doing all right otherwise. Yeah, I'm hanging in there doing all right otherwise. Uh, optimistic about baseball, hopefully. March Madness, my Pitt Panthers went down. But, hey, I got Penn State and Villanova and a whole bunch of teams in Pennsylvania to look uh, to uh, uh, watch here, see what's going to happen with them. Yeah, let's get the baseball going now that the basketball will wind down within a month so we need to get baseball going yeah we sure do yeah we do and thank you Jerry good luck today okay. yep. alright Beth down Minnesota can you unmute yourself please okay I think I'm unmuted now you are go ahead oh good morning everyone I wanted to be able to let all of you know I've been getting to know our new activities director here at the sanctuary and she's wonderful she's just as nice as Carrie, our former um, activities director, and, and, and Carrie and I are emailing each other. We play this game called Bobby's World, and she'll say something about 
in, in Bobby's world there are kittens but no cats. Can you get into Bobby's world? Then I, then I said something about in Bobby's world there are puppies but no dogs or something. I think I said something like that. And, and then she said, you got in. And then we were trying some other ones. And I, I know I hadn't heard from her yet this week, but I hope I hear from her again because I, I, I'm having a good time with Carrie with the emails and I'm also having a good time with Michelle, our new activities director. I, I got to show her some of my knitting yesterday and some of the other things that, that I like to do. So I'm real happy about that. And um, tomorrow, we're, we're actually, it's going to be every other Thursday now that we're going to be having universal yums in the morning. I don't know what country we're going to have yet, but we'll find that out tomorrow morning. Then after the universal yums, when we're going to be doing our wee bowling, so it's all going to be interesting to find out how things work out. <laughs> hey, Sam. Before yeah. you go, I want to let you know that next next week, not this week, but next week, I'm going to have a featured station, and we're going to travel to the capital of Australia. Do you know what the capital of Australia is? Um, uh, I want to say Brisbane, but I'm not sure if that's right. And, no, it's, uh, Can it's Canberra, Australia. It's oh, Canberra. Okay. And the only reason I know this is because I got, I, I, I failed, or not, I didn't fail, I should say, I got... A history teacher who was very into you had to know the capitals of all these countries, and I miss Canberra, and she and she got on my case about that, and she says, "How could you forget? We talked for an hour about that yesterday." Oops. So, the capital of Australia is Canberra, and we're going to feature a radio station in Canberra, Australia, tomorrow or next week. Not tomorrow, but next week. Next week. Oh, that sounds good, and I've got to listen. Hopefully, I can get on here for the all things radio. I mean, I, I did. A few weeks ago, but there were other things going on too, so I didn't get to stay like I would have liked to. <laughs> but but, but I, even even if you don't, you know, get into the Zoom room, uh, it, it's still something that you could listen to. So I thought maybe you'd be interested in that, since I know you like to go to all these different countries and find out what their foods are like. So uh, yeah, and so. I'm hoping we get some from England one of these times. That'd be fun. <laughs> well, we, we certainly have done a lot of English radio, a few English radio stations over the years, so. Yeah. But that's, that's all I wanted to let you know, Beth. I'm so glad, Jeff. Oh, and there's something else, too. There was um, a situation with the doctors. I had one, and I, here, I was a normal five or six-year-old girl just getting out of kindergarten, and I had to go get the booster shot and this shot and that shot and all of this other. Here I am asking questions, and my mom was right there, too. And the doctor finally said, why don't you just be quiet? You talk too much. Yak, 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 just like a woman. And I wish that I had known then to say, oh. Mommy, could I meet with a different doctor? I don't like this guy. <laughs> Today, that would not be politically correct. No, in fact, yeah. with someone like that, I, I would like to, I, I, I feel like I'd like to take him by his shoulders and shake him up and say, face reality. Well, now he, from what I hear, he's dead and gone, and I'm can't help but say that's a relief to a lot of people and I, I don't want to feel that way about anyone I really don't because I hate to wish ill will on people but no that I, I feel bad for people for what they go through with with certain doctors and nurse practitioners I can't get over how they treat some of us like second-class citizens well, it's not only your disability because they a lot of doctors treat regular people that way it's, it's, it's yeah, not just do. so 
But let's let's not malign all doctors because there are a lot of very a lot good of good ones. ones right. I've got a wonderful doctor right now. In fact, she told me some good news a few weeks ago. I hope that this is all right to mention. I was gonna thought I was gonna have in this coming fall a colonoscopy because it had to happen. I, w- I was told it has to happen every five years because of the cancer history in our family. But she actually said. No, it, it just has to be every 10 years. And so I told my sister, Patrice, and my sister-in-law, Lori, about it. Lori has this same doctor, and she respects what she says. And she, she said, Dr. Mechelke has that. She's told you that you have to only do it every 10 years. You should be relieved. And I said, right now, maybe I will be. I just was concerned about the cancer history. Thank you, Beth. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Beth. Now, part of the exchange we had with the doctor's office, not, now this is, I cannot blame this on the doctor. You know, when you call in and you talk to an aide or a, a person manning the phones, she said, well, with you being, are you sure you remember what she said? Now, I didn't really go for that too well, but I didn't let it stop me. I'm not letting that interfere with what I've got to do. That The doctor didn't say that, but the lady that answers the phone did. You get lots of people like that. I, right. I, it's I'm very lucky in this practice now that I'm in. Uh, my original doctor, who I had in Albany, retired two, two or three years ago. And I was always worried. And I'm always, I'm always worried when I have to deal with a new situation like that. But I will tell you that this practice has been very, very good to me. And I really I really get along. Yes, I had a problem with that, that nurse practitioner. And, you know, and, and I, I happened to be there because I got this doctor bill through my ex-wife. Because I didn't I didn't know who to, who to go to at this point. Uh, a lot of, you know, you call different doctors. Oh, we're not taking new patients. Uh, we're on a six-month waiting list. I mean, you know, I, I, I bet after about 20 phone calls. Right. Uh, it's not so easy. It, so, and and it happened to be that this doctor, that this nurse practitioner, I had an appointment and my ex-wife had an appointment and it was wrecked about the same time we both went together. And and she said, she said, well, what, what should I tell Jeff about his health? And so my ex-wife said, excuse me, you've known Jeff long enough. Don't ask me. He can hear. He can hear you and understands English quite well. And I'm not. I'm not his. I am not his caregiver. He doesn't need a caregiver. And she gave us a dirty look, like you wouldn't believe. And that I found out from Kristen. Yeah, I wouldn't go on it. Don't, like I said, don't trip over the small stuff. I don't think I have to go in and just make it very clear. We're going to have a discussion about these points. It doesn't mean that I won't follow and do what you said but I need to have it explained. Jeff do we have any more callers? No we don't have any more hands right now but I will, I will compliment you Bill you know why because you're a lot more politically correct than I am and I am like a, like my sister said you can be like a bull in a china shop Jeff so you have to kind of tone, tone it down occasionally well obviously I, something whatever I'm doing is not working but I've never had this real problem before but I do want to switch subjects here and you recorded yesterday, and you were, because I was on the air doing something. I went to a meeting. What, what was your impression of the new iPhones, in case somebody might be interested or 
something at the Apple event. I don't think a lot of our listeners want a ten thousand dollar MacBook, um, you know, iMac um, or whatever. I wish Mike was here because maybe he. I listened to it. I didn't get a chance to listen to it again. But the big takeaway that I got from the show is that it wasn't a big thing like we're oh this is spectacular we're coming out with all they came out with a new iPad um, Air uh, which is a very thin designed iPad computer or, or iPad they have an iPhone SE a new uh, updated iPhone SE and I think that and, and what I what I what surprised me when when I heard him say this the CEO of Apple he says. We know that people want that home button and they want that fingerprint reader, and I thought they were going to eventually get rid of it, but it doesn't look like they're going to get rid of it. They also, the big thing I saw was the price was the price point or the of, of how much it's going to cost. So the initial phone uh, and its basic model is four hundred and ninety-five dollars. While that may seem a little high, they do have financing that you can get through Apple or through uh, if you have an Apple uh, card like I do, or or if you have. Uh, if, you know, obviously they check your credit and they do their loans through Citizens Bank, um, and they're it's like seventeen dollars a month for um, two or something. I forgot how many years it is, um, but I mean for twenty four months. Four four twenty nine. Yeah. Four twenty nine. What did I say? Yeah. You said okay. four ninety five. Yeah. Four four twenty nine. And I thought they said that the financing. Did you hear this, Tim? Was was for two years? But I. But it seems like. I'm not sure, but, and of course you could trade in your old model as well. And they also came out with a, a new iPhone 13, but the big difference in the new iPhone was different colors um, that you could yeah. get. The big thing that I think that, that I got from the show is that wait till June and see what happens with, uh, with the new products they're coming out with. But it was an interesting show. They spent an hour, and they talked about the fact that they're going to be covering... Oh, here's the one that you're going to be interested in. They're going to have exclusive rights to Major League Baseball, assuming the strike, strike ends... On Fridays, they'll have two Major League Baseball games on Apple TV Plus, which is their streaming service. That I can tell you right now is available on a number of different platforms. Of course, you know it's available on the Apple TV, but it's also available on your Amazon device as well. So I, those are the two I know. Also, Go ahead. It just Dave. got added to Comcast. Oh, it did this week. Oh, yeah. Disney Plus. When when they do that stuff, no, uh, Apple, Apple Apple TV Apple TV. Oh, Apple when they TV. do that stuff, uh, is it accessible with the Comcast app, Tim? Because you have Comcast, we don't have it here. Do you know offhand? Yeah, it is, or at least, well, actually, Peacock is pretty good with the uh, with the remote, with the talking remote. Um, Boy, it's sure not good with the Amazon terrible. TV. Oh, no, oh, it's horrible on the not. Amazon TV. Yeah, but it. You know, and then they've got these real fancy iMacs and things that are Mac Minis, they call them. And well, the iMac, and they have some other Mac devices, the M1. And the big thing they're talking about is being very environmentally friendly with the way they make their stuff. That's all. It, a lot of it comes from. Most of it comes from recycled materials. They're, that's what they they always stress the environment, and they also stress that the, the TV shows that they're going to be or the stuff like they're going to have. They're trying to compete with net with Netflix. So and the S, the SE is the same size as the eight. Right. Um, yeah, the SE also has a fast chip. It has the A15 yeah. chip, yeah. which A-Bionic means 15, yep. isn't that what it's yeah, called? A15 yeah. Bionic yep. chip, which means yep. that it's very fast. Um, 
you're you're not going to get the basics or the features that you would get in the pro models. I mean, that's not that's not in the cards. The batteries. Well, some may of the not. features you will get. For example, you get the high battery life, which is going to be much better. And there are things like for Tim, if I wanted to, if I have a playlist and you have Apple Music and I have Apple Music, I could let you, I could sh- let, play that playlist to you on my phone. I could screen share with you, and you could hear what I'm listening to on my phone. That is going to be available on the iPhone SE. I don't, you know, but that's it's kind of cool. It's out there, and we are in a future date. We are going to do the um, the 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 phone that uh, the blind shell too. A lot of people are interested in that particular phone. So, yeah, not everybody's interested in those types of phones. So, hey, Chris, can you get the phone number out for people who might want to call in or might want to get back into the coffee club and participate for those who might want to? Um, you want me to do it, Chris? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> do it because I, I do don't it have all the new t- one. All right, phone number. If you want to call in, you just dial 646-876-9923. That number again is 646-876-9923. And then you've got a code. And this code may be a little long to remember, so I'll take my Texas time doing it. That phone number is 287 287- Seven two three four six zero zero two eight seven seven two three four six zero zero. When you get that code put in, you hit the pound key twice, and then you'll be right in the room. So I'll repeat that number again: six four six eight seven six nine nine two three. The code you use is 287-723-4600, pound t- key twice, and you're in like Flynn. <laughs> there you go, Jeff. I there, hear you, there's, uh, I, hear you. I have it, Bill. I found it. Did you? So if you need it again, I have it. Yeah, I've, I've got it, and I have to give it out so much that I'm so used to it now, but... That will get you into the room, and if you want to to join us, or if you have Chris's email, you just tap on the link, and you can get in that way. There's all kinds of ways. You can open up your Zoom and put in the ID right there, the 287-723-4600, and that'll put you in. So there's just all kinds of ways you can get in but we are going to be doing the shell phone so I think that'll make it easier for um, some people and we have Bill I think Bill you have your hand raised can you unmute yourself and let me get JR he's in the waiting room yeah I was just going to make a comment about the baseball on TV I heard now I heard this on regular radio with me on the sighted people that a lot of people are going to start complaining about the Apple uh, TV with baseball and some of those because 
some, I don't know what it was, there was some technical thing that they will not be allowed to play the replays and you only have one shot at the field. You won't get those close-ups. Like, you know, if you can see it, you won't get the close-up like they're showing the pitcher and the batter or whatever happened. And it'll just be, it'll be more or less a stationary camera just showing the game. I'm going to say, yeah. I Apple. haven't heard that, Bill, but that's interesting. But I, 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 I have not heard, heard that. Well, well, no, no, what I'm saying is is on regular radio. I heard on the sports guys were talking about it on on um, AM radio. And I was listening and they were talking about how they, they don't know if they're going to like it or not because... Uh, they were saying that they're going to have just one stationary camera, and you won't get the close-ups. And I would just just see the field. I don't know if you guys probably don't remember, but back, I can remember back watching baseball in the '50s, like the World Series and stuff. And they used to not show those close-up shots. And that when you when you had to when you watched the World Series or baseball back then, you saw the whole field. And they were just, you know, you just saw it. They didn't take a close-up of the pitcher or the close-up of the first-base guy getting on base. And you just saw the, you was like you're sitting as a spectator in the bleachers or in, in the stands. That's what you saw in the 50s when they first broadcast to, uh, baseball on TV. You saw the whole field. And I if, think the ball the went out to, if the ball went out to center field for a home run, you just saw the ball traveling out to center field. You could see the center fielder out there trying to get the ball or so it went over the fence. There was no close-up of them. You know, they didn't do those tight shots back then. Unfortunately, it's going to get it's going to get worse, Bill, because what I be, I believe is going to happen eventually, and and because there's lots of money in sports, you're going to see a lot more sports events that will no longer be on regular television for free to people oh, to sure, watch. Sure. So it's, it's all it's all money. Will you, do you ever stop and figure out how much money they're going to lose on these 91 games? It's not a million dollars. It's billions of dollars. The, the, the owners are going to lose when you combine all teams. Well, fortunately, they're going to make up some. If they do this this week or within the next few days, they're going to make up. I can't say all of them, but some of those games are going to be made up. Yeah, they, well, they've heard that, too. They're going to probably make some they, of them They up, know but, how to do I, double I down, Yeah, I sat down and figured it out the other day, and I forget what I come out with, but I just figured... The average ticket, I'll say, at a game is 50 bucks or more than that, most tickets. But I just sit down and figure it out, and I forget I come up. I was, I was figuring this thing out in my head and uh, doing the math. And, that, and it comes to like $80 billion they'd lose if they don't have those 91 games. That's all the teams together. Well, you know, this oh. this Apple event that we talked about, they, they really promoted the fact that they were going to be putting baseball on. And, of course, he didn't right. say anything. Uh, about the baseball strike, and so yeah, I know he did. Yeah, I, yeah, I know that too. I, I, I listened to that thing; it was interesting. I listened to the to the uh, Apple thing on uh, when was it? Tuesday. Yes, it was on yesterday, yesterday afternoon right. at one o'clock yeah, yeah, or, right. or yeah, twelve yeah. o'clock your time. I right, I, I right, recorded yeah, it, yeah. and as a matter of fact, I recorded it for for a friend of mine who wanted to hear it who couldn't hear it live, and I recorded it with the audio description turned on or the video description turned oh, on. Okay. I should say. In, so, in fact, I, they sent. If they sent me an email, and I could rewatch it if I want to. I, I read the email, and I could click on and rewatch the whole thing. Every it, Apple event Apple that you want me. is up there on their website, apple.com, and right. click on the right. on the on the on the uh, link that says uh, Apple Events, and all the archived events are up there for you to watch. Oh, so. another new thing, another real thing with Apple. Anybody in the Chicago area, you now can pay your transit fare and get your 
monthly passes and venture passes on your iPhone, just use your iPhone to pay. Oh, we, we, we've just had that here it. at Albany, New York for quite a while now. Okay, well, they, they just saw you. They, they started here. Okay. Billy, uh, Bill, uh, we have another person on who has okay. his hand raised waiting, so thank you very much. J.R. Hotelling, your sister tells me that I'm a bad influence on you, and yet I've been told that you're a bad influence on me. Go ahead, unmute yourself, please. Guys. I think I'm unmuted, right? You, you are. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Awesome. Good. Good morning to everybody on the, on the coffee club. It's great to hear everybody in here. Um, certainly, my big thing, my big take from the Apple event was the, yeah, it was nice to see that they're going to have baseball on, on Apple TV. It didn't say which games, but uh. at least that's what I noticed anyway. But the other thing is the... Uh, <clears throat> the price of the, the iPhone SE, uh, which is it's kind of interesting that they came out with the same model number as the old SE. You know, why did they rename that like SE1, SE2 or something like that? Um, that I, I kind of find weird that they didn't do that. So you don't know if you're getting the newer model or the older model. Um, but the nice thing is they're putting the 15... Uh, 15M chip in it, I believe it is. It's called the A15 Bionic. A15 and Bionic chip in that. Um, the price is right on it. It's 429 I mean, obviously, who wants to pay 429 for an iPhone? But um, and I think that's the starting model of that. So um, I thought that was great. You know, that was great. Uh, at least, it's, you know, it seems like it's got just as many features as the iPhone 13 does. Um, they say it's faster than the iPhone 8, um, which is a great thing. Um, I forgot it's how got many a, It's got better battery life, JR. Like, for example, if, you, if you're like me and you like to use Move It, like from CDTA, yep. that, that's not going to kill your battery as quickly as, the, as it would if it were on the iPhone 8. Yeah. And it sounds like, to me, they're bringing back the voice print, the voice... Um, not the voice, the fingerprint. Well, it's I always think, been on. It's always been on the SE, right? But I think for the newer models, like the ten, the thirteen, the twelve, the thirteens, it's not there. Well, I, I don't believe. think we can say that. I don't. I don't think that we can say that we don't have any facts to support that. But you did think, say. I think you'll find it in, in June. Maybe in the fourteen, not yeah. not in the older ones. Maybe in the fourteen, not I in the older ones. I think they're bringing it back because if not, they would have just got rid of it on this one. Well, he, Especially as, since hell, it's faster than the 8. It seems hell they're heard, trying to push it, out the 8s. As you heard Tim say, the home button and the fingerprint are very, very popular. He thought that if they could get rid of them, that they'd have no problem. But they're very, very popular. And people people don't want to spend thousands of dollars on phones. You know, and they don't want to, and they're not going to trade up for a phone every two every year to buy another phone for a thousand dollars. That's just not. They're learning, and, and with an economy right now the way it is, um, I think people would rather be able to eat and get groceries than buy another iPhone for a thousand dollars a month, a thousand dollars for for the for that particular device. So you're right about well, that. If you want to talk about thousands of dollars, you look at the uh, the iPads or the you know the ones with the new chips in them. They're they're expensive. They yeah, are expensive. The, the smaller ones are expensive. The bigger ones are more expensive. And I don't know. Um, I don't know any iPad is worth 
X number of dollars unless it's exceedingly powerful or you know has a a gold keyboard or something <laughs> a great speaker my daughter my stepdaughter has an iPad and she loves it because she uses it when she was in college taking notes and things like that so you know there are definite uses for the iPad <laughs> so oh yeah definitely it, it, but you know 3900 bucks or something that's kind of crazy yeah these guys but these MacBooks are just out off the chart when you can one of the MacBook is over ten thousand dollars now come on no it was over ten thousand yeah they, I'm sure if you put all kinds of accessories with it it probably could come up with over ten thousand yeah. dollars well, but, if they're not careful, they're going to price themselves out of business because people are going to look for something else. Like, you know what? We, complain, we complain about it. There's always people that will pay it, though. Yeah, and that's true. I just personally, I like an iPad. We've got one. But I don't think I like the operating system quite that way. It's all right. Mind you, it's all right. And it does, you know, a Good job. Chris, you've got an iPad, right? iPad Pro? Yes. But is it something in your daily workflow that you use every day? I don't use it every day, but I do use it two, three, four times a week. Yeah, it's not... It's not like the phone. I mean, I use the phone every day. Yeah, between your choices, you've got a note taker, you've got an iPhone that you like, and you've got the iPad. How do they rank in the order of use? Mm, that's a hard one because I use them for different things. But if I had to rank them, I think I would rank the iPhone and then the note taker. Then the note taker and then the iPad. But. I wouldn't want to be without any of them because, I, like I said, they all serve different purposes. All right. What do you use your iPad for, Chris, that, that's different from what you do for other things? I, I use the iPad a lot for streaming because the speakers are so much better. All right. Okay. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. What about you, JR? What, what, what would your order of preference well, be? I don't have an iPad. I just, you know, I played with one once a couple times, and I just didn't see the, I, I didn't see the value in it. Um, but I use my iPhone constantly. What about so, you, Jenny? Uh, iPad, iPhone, or no taker? Are you there, Jenny? I use my iPad. I like my iPhone, but I get better battery life, and I read a lot on my iPad. I read a lot of uh, news articles and things like that, and I play games that just eat up my battery on my phone. What about your note-taker? No, I have my note-taker, but I, if I was going to leave one behind, it would bother me more to leave the iPad probably. But you love that dice world, right? Doc Farkle and uh, Dice World. Yeah, I spend too much time in Dice World. Yeah, she's. But I also use an RSS reader, and so it it takes a lot of. If you let it update and do the things that they do, it it takes more battery life than I want to use on my phone. 
I really understand that because I have an RSS reader called Newsblur, N-E-W-S-B-L-U-R, and that's constantly giving me notifications on my phone and stuff because I can set it for different feeds to give me notifications, but but that's how I know what's going on in radio. So, I mean, I've, I've got to make sure that I'm up, I'm up to date and stuff like that. JR, thank you very much, JR, and keep stick around. You know, you're welcome to stick around. Uh, we do have one more hand raised, and, Chris, and Bill, I'm going to have to defer to you on this one. It's area code 623. Oh, no, that's that's a new one on me, buddy. Arizona. I don't know who Oh, it's probably oh, Scott it's, Edwards. Go ahead. Uh, uh, in area code 623, unmute yourself, please. I'm just taking a guess here, and I could be wrong. Hi, guys. It's Joni from, that used to be in New Jersey, but I moved to Arizona six weeks ago. Congratulations. Remember me? Are you the same Joni? We do. We used to talk to me about WJRZ and Steve Hollis and Jerry White and all those people. Yeah. The same Joni. Well, how have you been doing, Joni? Well, I was in a nursing home in New Jersey, and I was neglected, abused, starved. Um, They would or could not understand how to deal with me because of my blindness. And I could feel, uh, I could feel, actually feel the life leaving me. It was very scary. I had some infections that were not properly taken care of. Um, I was really, really treated terribly and my sister in Arizona was trying to do everything that she could to get me out of there because I knew that if I didn't get out of there uh, uh, really quickly that I knew that I was going to die I could feel the life ebbing out of me it was so scary Um, so my sister uh, we started a GoFundMe page because um, I, I just needed to get it out of there so badly and I could just, as I said, anyway, um, my sister could tell I didn't sound good. I was, uh, well, to make a long story longer, um, we got the resources for me to leave, I had trouble getting discharged from the place because this place was taking our money and not, it was for uh, for profit. All the nursing homes now seem to be for profit. And we didn't even know where I'd go in Arizona. And then by chance, a friend of ours told us about this group home run by this wonderful lady and um, so um, um, some of the people that took care of me uh, in this place in Westfield where I was staying um, some of the people were extremely kind and extremely good to me and one of the aides named Tamika I just loved her, I still do, and she loved me, and she agreed to 
fly to Arizona with me and take care of me because I wasn't able to, I didn't walk. Um, I, I was in a wheelchair most of the day and in bed. They wanted to put me to bed at like 7.30. And I had a roommate who all she wanted to do was watch uh, CBS TV. And she didn't like the shows, but she just had to have CBS because she loved her soap opera. Anyway, six weeks ago, um, I came out here. When my sister saw me, she said, I looked very unhealthy. I looked as if I had been neglected. I was petrified of everything. Um, I hadn't walked. I had been sitting in the wheelchair all the time. I walked two steps to the bathroom, two steps back to my wheelchair. And um, this all started in September when the nursing home that I was in got flooded out and everything of mine was destroyed. I lost I just lost almost everything. I lost all my, you know, I, 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 they did recover my braille writer, but I had all kinds of stuff on paper, um, all kinds of, of important things, and all the stuff got destroyed. My, I had a whole bunch of SD cards. They got destroyed. My Victor's dream got destroyed, everything. So, anyway, I came here and came into this group home, and my whole life has changed. I am so well taken care of. The love that was shown to me and being near my sister, um, We've had to deal with a lot of stuff because um, I'm, I've been on, I had been on New Jersey Medicaid and I had to apply for Arizona. They call it Access or Alltech. They have a couple different names for it. All the paperwork. And my sister is an angel. She and I would spend hours when I was in New Jersey hours on the phone and so I came to this place and my life totally I got better I'm walking um, my voice I think well it's not that great now but it got better than it was I'm happy I'm well taken care of um, People here are so kind. I'm, I'm in a, a house with about um, nine other people, and there's people taking care of us. And one of the reasons, um, one of the reasons why I became dehydrated and had several infections and and was so abused 
was because they didn't give me enough water to drink. And I would have maybe two cups of water and I wouldn't drink because I said to myself, well, I gotta say this because I would ask for water and they said, oh yes, I'll bring it. I'll be right back. And they never come back. Here they make you drink water. And um, there's a lot of things to get used to. Um, you know, I haven't had, because of, of the severe uh, illness that I had and, and I almost died, almost died a few times in my life, but um, I forgot how to use my computer. I forgot a lot of things and my brain, um, well, right before COVID, um, when I, no, I guess, I, I went to this facility for wound care and I wanted to go, go home and they said I couldn't. Uh, so I had my apartment, uh, um, I had to give up my apartment, I had to give up everything. And then, so then when we had the flood uh, in September, and I moved from Willow Creek to this place in Westfield, New Jersey, where they didn't want us, and um, they made it very clear that they didn't want us there, and we were without hot water for weeks. We were without um, proper anything. I mean, it, it was it was horrible. But anyway, but now I'm back. Um, I did buy a blind shell too, because I never could use the iPhone. I never could learn it. Well, guys, I'm 82 years old, and I'm happier than I've been for a long time, and I have my A-Lady, so I can listen to my old-time radio. I belong to a bunch of book clubs that I'm reading, and I'm, I'm walking, which is a miracle. Are you making friends there as well? Well, yes. Um... We mostly see each other at meals. Most of the people have dementia. But I have a, a group of friends. We sit together at meals. And um, one of the big problems here is that they have a, there's a TV in the room and there are two remotes and it's impossible. We hear you. Now, is that aide that was working with you, is she still there in Arizona, or is she, has she gone back to New Jersey? Oh, no, she went back to New Jersey. She stayed with me for two days, and she explained to the people here what my needs were, are. And um, it's great because the owner of this home has worked with blind people before, and she is so cool. She'll... Uh, when she's here, she's a very, very busy person because she owns two houses like this. And but she's she's really something because 
I had trouble. I had trouble with the, the people here mostly are Romanian. So their English is not the greatest, but somehow we're communicating. But I'm getting treated so well. But Lucy, who owns this place, um, she'll just take over when my plate is put in front of me and she'll say, well, this is at three o'clock, you know, the whole clock system. She's great with that. And I love it. Because um, it's, it's a very interesting place to live in. But the most important thing is that I'm getting the care I need. I'm a lot better than I was. Um, my sister comes and visits me a few times a week. We talk on the phone constantly. So, sorry if I've taken up too much time. No, no. But uh, let me ask you a question. One question. How far are you from your sister now? Right now, I'm about a mile. I will be moving into this this uh, other house, which Lucy owns. But I, I'm waiting to see if I get accepted uh, by the, their Medicaid. Um, Chris. Krista, Dave, did you have a question for Joni? I heard you. No, I just wanted to say that I'm just really glad that you're in a better place. And the best thing is that not only that you're being cared for, but that you're happier. Oh, I couldn't believe when I got here. I was petrified of everything. I was so scared. I was afraid to... Uh, when they, the day came and we were going to uh, go to the airport, I was afraid to, to leave my room. I was afraid because I had been shut up in this this terrible environment. And as I said, I was starved. And um, my sister sent me snacks so that I could cook could survive um it, it was it was just unbelievable so we're my sister's been so busy and she's the most wonderful person in the world she has been there for me she's always doing stuff for me um but i couldn't believe that when i I knew that when I got out of there that I would feel better, but I've had, um, what do they call it, um, PTSD, I guess, is it? Where you you have nightmares and things about oh, your yes. former. And, um, but I'm, I'm, I've been here now six weeks, and... What changes I've, I've had, and I'm walking again, which I didn't think I, I would, although I, I thought that I could, and I really have been doing well with it. We're so happy for you, Joni. That's wonderful, Joni, but Joni, you come on any time. You know that. So... Well, thank you. Joni, why, why do you have yeah. to move? I have to move because... If I, hopefully, I should know tomorrow, 
if I'm accepted by their Medicaid, then Lucy has one house for people that pay, and it's not cheap. It's a lot of money, and it's very scary to me. If I don't get accepted, I don't know where we're going to get the money unless we start another GoFundMe thing. And it's not so easy either. But, and I hated, I hated asking people for money. But I knew that I had to. You do what you got to do. Yeah. And people, the generosity of people was just unbelievable. People that we didn't know and people that we do know that gave so much of the, I mean it gave me so much money and love I'm sorry get a little emotional um, it's, it's just been so extraordinary and I do have a couple questions. Am I taking too much time? No, go ahead no. and ask your question. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I do have a Victor stream now, and I was trying to get the um, legend on Victor stream, and I couldn't. It wasn't there. Are you on the Victor stream? Yes. I wonder if she was trying on the day we on were On the day off we the were air. off the air, maybe. Uh, Which was a week ago today. A week ago today, we were off the air due to an air by live 365, but we're yeah, back on. early. Um, so how do I, so do I ask, do I uh, uh, search by name by legend oldies radio? Uh Let's talk to Dave or Chris about that because I don't. I've got a Victor stream, and I think I just typed in Legend Oldies or Legend Oldies. Radio. Yeah, you can you can do a search on the Victor stream for Legend Oldies, and it'll come oh, up. I think okay. with two different now, now, ones. Do you also have an A lady as well, Matt Joan? Oh, definitely. Okay, what you Couldn't can say be on your her. Here's what I want you to say on your A lady. I want you to say uh, to your lady, I'm not going to mention the name because it might sort of tip people's off here. Right, but you're exactly. going to say, say, play Legend Oldies Radio from TuneIn, and it will play Legend Oh, I do. Radio. I listen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I listen on my A-Lady. But Legend okay. Oldies will do it for the search for, for the Victor stream. Okay, another question. How do I get your podcast? Because... Um, now we're two hours earlier than you guys are, and I'm constantly translating times from, oh, if it's 9 o'clock Eastern, oh, it's 7 o'clock here. And on the 13th, when you won't go to daylight time, and we don't, um, it'll be three hours. Well... Uh, Okay, so how can and I can't listen to um, all things radio anymore, and I, you know, we have it's very strange here. Meal, everything is very early, so we eat breakfast 
at 7.30. So, of course, I'm trying to listen to you guys. And then uh, it's breakfast time and I have to leave. So then we have lunch at 11.30 and we have dinner at 4.30. And it seems like you just finished one meal and it's time for another one. And I don't have to have time to do the stuff that I want to do because all of a sudden it's time to eat again. So, um... And all things radio, um, uh, I haven't heard for ages, so I'm just wondering how I can get your podcast. You, Jeff, you might answer this one, but I, you can well, ask. I'm not trying to do it on the stream, so maybe Dave can talk about how the podcasts work on the stream, since that's what she might want to listen to. It. I know you can do it on, on the on the on your on your a lady. But Dave, can you help oh, us okay. out with the, with the Victor stream as well? And maybe that would be uh, another way for her to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, when you go online, like you do with the Victor stream, and then if you look at your menus on there, you'll find podcasts. And then when you go in there, and then uh, arrow over to, it says um, something like search for podcasts. And you can put it in there, and then it will, it'll find the podcast, and then it gives you options for the different episodes, and you can download the episodes. Okay, how can I do it on the A-Lady? Now, I don't do it that often, so I hope it hasn't changed, but I think the way I did it, I, I would say I'd like to hear the All Things Radio podcast from TuneIn. I think I had to say that. Or I'd like to hear the Coffee Club podcast from TuneIn. And it will give you it will start by playing the, the latest episode, I believe. Good. Thank you very much. I think um, and we know you know, I wish there was some words of, that we could say to you, but I've known you how long have I known you? I've known you for a long time, Joni. Not you know, not yeah. personally, but I've known you through what friends of mine and through the shortwave convention right, stuff that right. you've been to and through other friends of yeah. mine. We, we are only praying that the things only can get better from here for you. Well, they are getting better for I can tell. They are. My sister said when she looked at me, she just, she knew things were bad, but she didn't know how bad. And I was petrified to do anything. I didn't think that I could. I, I didn't think that I could walk, but then I started walking, and I was walking, and once I was with her, I, I just have an absolutely wonderful sister who has devoted all of her time to taking care of me, getting the things that I need. We got the blind shell, too, but we haven't even started to, to learn it. Um, but I think it's going to be wonderful for me since I, I just, you know, I just could not learn the iPhone. I had an iPhone for several years. I tried to take different courses. Couldn't get it. And when I heard about the blind shell, well, I had heard about the blind shell. And I had heard that it wasn't that good. But then listened to a few demonstrations of the new one, the Blind Shell 2, 
and so we got it and it's so cute it's so little and it's adorable my sister wants one <laughs> she has she's an iphone user and she's excited of course and she wants one too so um i'll i'll be learning to use it when we have a little bit more time um and we're going to feature it on here too, Joni, so that people can learn about it. So, well, I just think it's ideal for a person that's a slow learner, as I'm. Although you know, as soon as I got out of that place, my brain started functioning so much better. I started remembering things and being able to remember phone numbers and all this stuff that I I had just lost the I just I thought that my brain was dying too but oh, it's just it's my life has it's a new life for me Joni I feel better I look better they tell me that's wonderful that's when great. you get the good weather to go with it and Joni on a yeah. personal note if I do all things radio, but if there was an air check of like radio stations that you'd like from the past, and I know you're a bit older than I am, so and I may not be able to find the oldest ones, but what is what would you like to hear so that I can schedule it for you to listen to at some point? Well, um, you know, WOR had its hundredth uh, anniversary, and I was trying to listen to it, and this iHeart. Thing. <laughs> yeah, we get it. We get it. <laughs> what if I? What if I told you? And I know you're old enough to remember a little bit, but I found an air check of John A. Gamblin. Now you know who he is. He's the guy that originated the morning show on WOR. Of course, I used to listen to. I used to listen to. Um, no, it was John B. Gambling. No, B. Gambling. Well, I have an air check of him from 1947. Now, I, it's not, I mean, from my point of view, I, I didn't find it quite as interesting as you might because you remember it because you listened to it and you're, you listened to it when he was on the air. But I have an air check of a show that he did with uh, a news reporter, although they didn't do any news. He, they had singing, they had an orchestra in the, in the studio, and I found an air check of this. So if, at some point, I, will put, I, I can't play it, it's, it's some... 30 some odd minutes but I could put, play a portion of it if you'd like me to do that sometime I'm oh that'd be wonderful that, well you know I listen, we listened to WOR when I was um, well in 47 I would have been 7 years old and every morning my mother was a news junkie she just loved the news and on OR in those days they had 15 minutes of news every hour on the hour well, do you know what? Do you know what? I have some newscasts from WR that were done back in 1960, and I'll bring back some names for you. Uh, Bruce Elliott, for example, was a was a staff announcer and newsman there, and Ed Pettit, oh, yeah. was a person there. So, so sure. I have some of this stuff. I mean, I, I don't have a life, Jody. I my my life is a digital collecting life, so I have a lot of stuff. So I'll be glad to do something for you at some point. Okay. Oh, that is so cool. Thank you so much. And, um, you know, um, I tried to call, but I, you changed your number um, for the coffee club. 
So now, is the number for the coffee club the same as the uh, All Things Radio? Yes, yes, it is. They're all the same now. That's good. They're all the same because I can only remember one number, so we picked it out. That's super. Well, thanks for your indulgence. And um, thank I you. Really, uh, I can't wait till I I get my blind shell to up and running because then I'll have an email address because the world seems to expect everybody to be able to do email and do this and that and go to this site and that site and um, and I'll get there. I'll get there. You'll get there, and Go let ahead. us know. Oh, hold on Go a second, Tim. Tim. Go ahead before before Jolie leaves us, Tim. Yeah, I was going to mention that uh, you were talking about not being able to walk, and I cannot imagine for that amount of time because I uh, I had cellulitis last summer, was in the hospital, and was unable to walk for five days. And boy, just getting back from that took a lot of persistence I guess <laughs> well um, you know in, in the when I was at Willow Creek things were pretty good I mean it had a lot of problems these big nursing homes do especially when they've gone into being a for-profit and they do everything on the cheapest way that they can do it. <clears throat> but the things really started being bad on September 2nd, 2021. Because that's when my life basically was destroyed. I was in a flood. I was in a wheelchair. I didn't know what was happening. They said, take whatever you can carry with you. And we went and sat in the, in the dining room, and they gave us sort of a breakfast, and I was at a table by myself. I didn't know what was happening. And all of a sudden, my shoes felt like, oh my God, my shoes are wet. <gasps> my socks are wet. <gasps> What's happening? What's happening? All of a sudden, finished breakfast. Um, they wouldn't let us go back to our rooms. They said, we're leaving now. And very fortunately, there were people there that stayed with me, that, that drove me through water which was up to my knees in my wheelchair I had taken my Victor Stream and of all things I took my iPhone which I barely could use but I took it with me but I didn't take the charger for the stream and um, then when when we went to, to um, it was a very very long ride we didn't know where they were taking us. They put us on a bus. A bus. They did triage because there were people that were in a lot worse shape than I was. But I was petrified. But um, when there was a um, 
There were some aunties there. There were, and there was a guy from the police department, and he stayed with me till they put me on the bus. His name was Officer Al, and he was so nice and so kind that when I got into my room, when we moved into, we got to Westfield. I had a bad feeling. So from, basically from September 2nd, 2021, to January 22nd, 2022, I, I was in a hell hole. We did, they didn't want us there, and they made it known. They, they were not very nice to the people that took care of us, that there were people from Willow Creek, aides and nurses that came with us to Westfield, and they're the ones that saved my life. It was just, I mean, you could just tell that they were, they were misappropriating money, our money, that we were, I mean, we were paying for this thing. Medicaid was paying, but it was from our social security and to be treated that way. And it's a very disorganized place. And because I, I took a lot of the phone numbers of the people that I loved that were there and, and so we keep in touch. And um, it's been a big adjustment for me, although, uh, I guess I'll never go back to New Jersey. And, you know, I, I really love New Jersey, but I had to get out of there. And a couple days I've sat outside, no humidity, gorgeous weather. They have rocking chairs on the, on the patio here. And um, when Judy comes over, we go sit out there in the afternoons. And um, but you know what? I, I I had stopped reading. I had stopped. Um, well, I always was listening to my old-time radio stuff on on the A Lady. Um, but I had to use headphones because my neighbor, my roommate, um, had to have her TV on, usually too loud, and, but when I first got there, I had a roommate who was a black lady who did not like white people. She called me white trash. She told me I talked on the phone too much, um, and she was abusive, and then when I asked, I complained about her, and they said I had to move my, my room, and I, and they made me move from a room that I was used to, I knew I could walk to, and back and forth from the, the bathroom, and managed pretty well, and they made me move to a room where they confined me to the wheelchair. There was, uh, I had a share 
a bathroom, which is not easy for a blind person to do because you open the door and you say, I hope nobody's in here. And the other person would say, I'm in here. Oh my God, I was so embarrassed. And I was always afraid somebody was going to come in while I was in there. It was, it was a hellhole, but now, um, now it's terrific. Thank you, Joni. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for letting me talk and talk and talk too much. That's okay, Joni. Call back. Thank you, Joni. Thank you. I will. Thank you, guys, so much. Bye-bye. Okay, do we have any other hands? Other one? No, as a matter of fact, that might be time for Chris's recipe. Right. Because I'm getting hungry. Okay, I had promised to do a microwave meatloaf for people who don't want to chop and cut and all that. Oh, my God, that's for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's done for Jeff. Thank you, Chris. One pound of ground chuck. Now, you want to make sure it's not the 73% lean. You need something a little leaner than that. So make sure it's at least 80-20 and 85-15 would be better. One half cup of just raw, just regular dry oatmeal. One egg. One half cup chunky hot salsa or taco sauce. Three or four tablespoons of ketchup, which is optional. And all you have to do is mix everything together except the ketchup. Form into three or four loaves. Place them in a microwave-safe dish. And you're going to microwave them for... Okay, you're going to cover it, too. You need to cover that dish and because it's going to splatter if you don't and microwave it for six to seven minutes take it out uncover it put a little bit of ketchup on top of each loaf if you want to cover it back up and put it back in the microwave for one minute and they're actually pretty good you know chris that is so simple even though I know I probably may, I may never make it, but this, that's what even I could do. But that's not saying Jeff, much. Yeah, I, I think that that's way beyond your talent. Yeah. Thank you, Jr. That's very nice of you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know if you could handle that. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Jr. You're, that's, you're, yeah, that sounds like something Dave could have all by himself. <laughs> oh, Dave! Oh, could yes, he, he could be, that, he, that, that's the reason for making three or four loaves because they're smaller and they cook better i was gonna say because if you put it in one big loaf pan in the microwave that wouldn't work too well it wouldn't probably as easily right um real (laughs) almost like bill here real quick yeah um just if anybody's looking for the coffee club podcast you need to be specifically and say wednesday morning coffee club on tune in that jr is exactly right Wednesday morning coffee club on TuneIn. Thanks, JR. He, he mailed that other, one. You get some other coffee, some other people, and it's not yeah. the best conversation. There's going to be some work there. Uh, we've got yeah, one a, more quick hand with a guy named Michael Babcock. Bab, Babcock. 
Yep, that is me, and I appreciate it. I also wanted to let you and your listeners know that the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club is also available in the podcast app on the Blind Shelf Classic 2. I know Joni mentioned it, but that is something to be aware of as well. Yeah, we're going to get somebody because I get so many requests. And I've got an iPhone and an Android, and I'm probably not the best person to talk about the blind shell. I emailed you actually this morning, Bill, to oh, talk about okay. getting a presentation set up. I will. T- we'll take care of it. Yeah, Michael, your hands quite busy there. It keeps going yeah. up and yeah, down. I didn't realize someone. Had, I didn't. I, I did. I didn't I realize someone had lowered it, so I went no. to lower it and no, I'm, I'm, put I'm, it back down. I'm just <laughs> messing with Where you. Where are you just located, Mike? I am on the beautiful Oregon coast. Oh, Great. Oregon. See, we've had them from all over. Oregon, Arizona, New York, all over today. So, yes, we'll be glad to We'll work that out. So that Mike, do you do radio? I was in radio until March of 2020, and I'll let you figure out why I'm no longer in radio. Uh, three guesses well, what, what, in the why, first why year. Why is everyone else getting out of radio because of all the job cutbacks? Uh, it, it was determined that three people can run eight stations and uh, automation. That's all I'll say. We, we understand because uh, we do all things radio, and I, I report this over and over again. Every week there's, uh, that I'm reporting about radio cutbacks, and you probably listen to the show. So we believe me, we get, we get it, Mike. We get it, and we're looking forward to talking to you and putting this stuff together. And, you know, because... The iPhone is not for everybody, and Android is not for everybody. And, you know, if you can do your emails and your podcast, and you can do the things that you wanted to, God bless you. You know, there's there's nothing, there may be things that the blind shell is doing that I can't do on my Android. So, um, Always keep your options open. And we'll see what happens. All right, Jeff, what time is it? It is 10.55. Oh, 10.50. Oh, let's see. I think today in my pressure cooker, I'm going to cook round steak in the thing today and cook. I'm actually going to cook with some vegetables, and we'll see how this comes out. It's either that or the grill. One thing Florida allows you is to use your grill pretty much 12 months a year. Uh, In fact, I've only seen one or two days here you couldn't have used a grill. So, um, we'll, we'll be doing that. Does anybody else have anything real quick before we start wrapping this up oh my god the silence is deafening golden man when Tim's got a show go ahead I got my Instacart order without any problem and it's a good thing because the driveway is now covered with snow Oh, somebody else was going to say something I was going to ask real quickly what is the blind shell I've never heard of it the blind well we'll find out on our presentation but um, I'm trying to to be it's the a phone that actually has buttons on it, and there's and it talks, and you can use menus to do things, and 
you can send texts and do all kinds of things with it. It has apps that come on it. Plus, they now have an app store that you that they have some that they've made for it that you can install on it. And you Thank can you. be my eyes. You can use. Um, you can play podcasts. You can listen to radio stations. So. And we'll find out a whole lot more about it and dictate those emails. I think and it if even you, has an FM radio. Great. I, I'm, I just couldn't hardly do without that feature. When have you ever seen a good FM radio on a phone or a, one of those devices? They, they might be good. You know, don't they use a earphone or something like that to... To, uh, yeah, what does it quickly use for an antenna mic? Uh, it uses the headphones uh, for the antenna. So you plug the headphones in, standard 8-inch connection, and it uses those headphones as your antenna to pick up local station. And just kidding around with you, Mike, and if you, if, if, you, if you wave it up in the air, you might be able to get air checks of KEX in Portland from the 1950s. No, exactly. I'm, just, I'm not just kidding. Time you, travel, you know? <laughs> can, you, uh, can you get more than one or two? Those notoriously usually don't, I mean... They're not your DX giants, but hey, if you could get a market, you know, where you can get... I can get all of my local market, which is six out of the eight stations uh, on FM. So. Oh, can you? Well, huh? That's okay, hey, Mike. Hey, I stand corrected. You know, <laughs> I stand corrected. But um, we're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to being off a couple hours after... Tim, I'll come back on with Perry, and we'll do a another show and cooking today, and who knows what we'll get done today. Thanks for all the participants. Thanks for the panel, and it is so very neat. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. <laughs>